Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Simon Barrett, and this is another edition of the Week in Reviews. A chance to sit down one-on-one with someone in the entertainment world. My guest today is a musician and also uh, a musical creator. Musical as in, you know, stage. Her name is Laura Espinoza. Laura, welcome to the program. Hi, Simon. Thank you so much for having me on. That's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, I, I know a little bit about you, but... Um, yes, we've talked. <laughs> my, my listeners... Um, are not so well clued in. So tell us a little bit about who is Laura Espinoza. Oh, well, thank you for asking. Well, I consider myself a um, just your your average Joe person who loves to write songs. Uh, my It's my passion. I feel like um, I've been really blessed because I've been able to put out a couple albums um, with the band London Rain, and um, I've been able to work with incredible people like uh, Luis Maldonado, who produced it, who's the lead guitarist of Train, and Arnold Enchanton, uh, cello with uh, Queen Stone Age, and just all kinds of wonderful people. And so I'm, I'm really blessed that I get to work with just such such great people. And now I have a, a, a new singer um, Mindy Milburn, who's uh, teamed up with me. And so about me is basically music, my kids, who I adore, my one kid going to NYU for a PhD, and um, my other kid, Ariana, who's going to college, and my other daughter, Karina, who's in high school. So in a nutshell, music, kids, my family, and um, and and that's that's my world and of course my my best friend and manager um dennis Canelli, who who i adore and love so that's 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 the group right now that, i mean that's that's what i'm all about right now <laughs> how, how did you um get involved in music i got involved like anybody else teenager and it's a great question because you'd never believe how i started out Bishopville high school and started out and started my first band with none other than Matt Sorum, who's the drummer today, was drummer of Guns N' Roses and Velvet Revolver, and now he's doing a couple different things. But Matt Sorum and I started together. Talk about a crazy world, huh? We, we A funny story on that. We were we were playing in my uh, you know typical garage band in high school, right? We were playing in my mom's garage, 
and my mom decided to kick us out of the garage. And so Matt came over to watch us rehearse. He lived up the street. And we said, what are we going to do now? And Matt goes, well, I got a garage. So we said, okay, goodbye to our drummer. And we said, Matt, you're in the band. And that's how we <laughs> That's how we started with Matt Storm. And who knew he would come on and become one of the world's greatest drummers in the world, you know? <laughs> what a great story. Um, exactly. You, um, you, you, you mentioned, I, I think, three daughters. Um, yeah, are, are they uh, following in your footsteps and uh, and playing music? Uh, one is my uh, my youngest one. She plays music. She's in theater and plays music, and she loves it. My other one is uh, into politics at in uh, at NYU, and my other one is just going to college, and I think she's going to get in psychiatry. So I she needs she needs to figure me out. So it's a good thing she's going into psychiatry. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I'd call that a well-rounded family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's well, let's talk a little bit um, uh, about the uh, musical American Stranger. Um, yes. Give us a, a, an inkling as to uh, what the backdrop is. Sure. Well, American Stranger is the title of um, my first album, which came out under London Rain. And um, American Stranger was all kind of written as a story. It's a story of, about intolerance and people who are, are basically persecuted or picked on for whatever it is, whether it's their sexual identity or their religion or just being bullied. And it's, being, it's when somebody feels like a stranger in their own world, in their own society, in their own family, and in their own country, hence the name American Stranger. So the story is about a, a woman named Mary, and Mary is someone who um, is um, – who is uh, troubled because she's making a, uh, a gender change. And so she's picked on for that, and she has to deal with that issue. And so she gets disowned by her family, and she goes to her sisters for help, and one of her sisters accepts her, one, one doesn't. And so American Stranger is the story of her coming out and getting in, into the world. However, intolerance leads to a very... Um, I would only say a very surprising ending. And um, so it was received very well at the French Festival, our first show at the French Festival in Hollywood. We won the Encore Award, and we won a fan favorite award on Bitter Lemons uh, review site. And so now what we're doing, with the help of uh, our director, Miranda Miller, um, who directed it fabulously, and Mindy Milburn, who's the lead singer on it, um, and Delia Rondon, who played the role of Mary, um, we are going to try to take this to the next level and try to go to the, a bigger stage now. And a goal maybe someday is to take it to New York if we're if we're lucky, maybe get an off Broadway slot because it's it's it's, it's a very important, especially at this time in the world, it's a very important play. And it's a musical. If I didn't say that, it's a musical based upon most of the songs from. Uh, my album American Stranger, and for my second album Confessions, and now some new song and a new song, Follow Me to the Sun, which I guess you'll be playing here in just a little bit, and that's one of the key songs in the musical American Stranger. Right, I, I have to admit 
that I, I listen to um, Follow Me to the Sun, and then I went, hmm, I think I need to listen to that again. And again. Oh, good. And again. <laughs> and again. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> it, it, it's a, it, it is a really uh, delightful song. You know, you, you can take it on uh, various uh, levels, um, even at its most superficial level. You, you just go, wow, what a great song. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I, I want to start uh, by playing a, a, another tune because I, I want to keep uh, "Follow Me to the Sun" um, back for later. Um, okay. This is never-ending dream. Uh, let, let's play it, and then you can. Uh, I'll tell you about that one after you...
beans. <laughs> Tell me about it. Well, okay. Well, that's first of all, that was uh, produced by Luis Maldonado from Train. He did an amazing job, amazing vocals by Nikki London. Um, she did the lead on that song. Um, and we had also, I think, Devin Hoffman as the mix. I just wanted to credit them with amazing uh, work on all their parts. Uh, the song was basically about um, the fear I used to have, probably always still will, of waking up. Uh, being alone, uh, looking over to the, to the side of you and, and realize there's nobody there. So you used to have this dream of, you know, of uh, being alone. And so maybe that's why I have three kids, <laughs> so I'm not alone. But that's basically never ending dream was about. And, and so the chorus of the song is basically saying, you know, hold me tight so I can sleep. And basically, you know, when I'm, you know, I don't care what's going on the world, it's just hold me in your arms and that's all that matters and, and I'll be able to, you know, sleep. It's a little bit deeper than that, but uh, that's basically the gist of it. And so it's called Never Ending Dream. And, um, and, uh, and, that's, and that's what that song was about. It's not quite a nightmare, it's more of like a fear. Right. <laughs> so, um, it is. Um, is this um, uh, a musical or what? What us really old guys that remember the seventies would call a rock opera? Yes, that it 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 is. American Stranger would be considered a rock. Although the word opera, I'm not sure. I mean, from a 70s standpoint, yeah, you would call it a rock opera. In today's world, I would call it more <laughs> right. of a just pure sign, musical. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more of a musical because in today's world, they're using more pop songs and everything else. So it's just it's just musical um, with, with a rock base to the uh, music. Alrighty. <laughs> so... Um, obviously, I'm not the only person that has listened to bits of uh, this wonderful work. Um, what, what sort of um, feedback are you getting from uh, listeners? Oh, thank you. I get. I guess the best uh, comments I get is that it. It, it touches people relate because we don't um, I spend a lot of time on the lyrics a lot of time on the lyrics um, we don't go for the basic um, lyrical standpoint of uh, it doesn't mean we don't discount love or anything else but we put a lot of things put more of a haunting style to the music and um, with a good powerful beat and also that the lyrics have a story. Every song has a personality. Every song has a story, um, from a complex one to a simple one that somebody can relate to. And that's always the goal. And that's always, I think, what we get from people is, is people can relate to the songs. I have people say to me, "You wrote that song about me, didn't you?" And I'm like, "Okay, I did." <laughs> and so that makes me feel really good that they they think the song is about them or it relates to them in that way because. That's really the, the core of writing. When you can make anything from a painting to uh, to building a house and make it make somebody feel like it belongs to them, that's what matters. I <laughs> said, I, I, from what I've heard, you know, 
you have an absolutely wonderful um, uh, concept, uh, a wonderful musical. Uh, do, do you see it uh, hitting uh, a stage anytime soon? Well, we we've we toured England, you know, as the band's touring. We've toured the Midwest. We've played a lot, obviously, in California. Um, the goal now is um, with Mindy and I to take uh, the band and probably do a West Coast tour coming up. We, we're right now we're doing something fun. We're 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 doing the just small rooms, just her and I, and maybe a keyboard player that knows because it's just a lot of fun to go back to that kind of world and play very small, play acoustically, and then in the winter we'll play full band and do do a winter tour probably and then set up for the festivals for next summer. So that's what we're doing right now. That that's our kind of our biggest goal. Um but right now we're more focused on the acoustic we, we just want to do everything acoustically because we did acoustic for the play American Stranger and we got so much good reaction to doing the songs acoustically. Um where we just want to keep it going for a little bit. Oh and I think you're uh doing it completely uh, the right way. Uh, in fact, um, I, I'm, I'm going to play the uh, song that... It, has it actually been released, or is it about to yeah, be released? Yeah, it, it was released. It was released about a, uh, about a month ago, so feel free. <laughs> <laughs> it shows how old I am. Old and outdated. Um, anyway, this is um, "Follow Me to the Sun," and I, I think this is a truly fabulous track. Here it is. Thank you. Thank you. 
kind of listened to it. I, I, I uh-huh. just really, really like it. it it's such a, a well, uh, well proportioned, well put together, um, not terribly complex, but everything fits together. Thank you. Are, are, are you happy with it? Oh, yeah, I'm very happy with it. I'm, first of all, I have to credit um, Mindy Milburn for the lead vocals on that. Just an incredible job. Miranda Miller did the harmonies and the keyboard. She's from the band Hey Violet, which is a big international band. Um, Jeff Pullman producing it and incredible work. Um, he's the one I was talking about. That's also uh, doing um, Echo in the Canyon um, band. Uh, that movie is out with Eric Clapton and Ringo Starr and everybody else. And um, and then we were lucky enough to get um, to get Matt Dennis to play bass, who's like just an amazing bassist. And um, uh, and let's see here. And then I got uh, Noel Jassel on uh, drums, who's crazy good. So I, I I couldn't I couldn't be happier with the group we got together to put that song together. And and, and most of that group is coming is going to help me put together this next song we're releasing in the next uh, couple of weeks that we. Uh, recorded with uh, Del Bozio from Missing Persons. So that's a big surprise. We've got that one coming out. And also joined by um, um, by Michael Bluestein, uh, keyboardist from Foreigner. He joined us on this upcoming song. So we really have a, we feel like we're in a good groove right now. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like you're very busy. Um, what, what is this uh, next song that you're going to release? Uh, the next song is is um, it's a quirky song, and it it actually was meant for American Stranger, but the, but it won't it'll be in the next version of American Stranger. Um, I started thinking about a song like uh, that would fit in something like uh, a TV show, um, like uh, like uh, uh, Stranger Things or something like that. And I wanted to write something. Believe it or not, so it's it's sort of about somebody talking to somebody in the spirit world but not realizing their spirit world thinking they're right there and but actually uh, they're not there and so it's called somewhere there forever it's very quirky and it has we're using a Hammond B3 on it stuff so it, it works well it has a very much of a very much of a 80s 90s vibe to it and we couldn't ask for more by getting oh, Del Bozio to I, come in and join us on vocals as soon as you and, said Hammond B3 I'm in. Yeah. Count me in. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. So, so that's coming in, and then how how much better to get Michael Bluestein from Foreigner to come in and put in the synth and the in the in the in the in the, in the all the keyboard tracks. That was just crazy. And again, I have uh, Mindy Milburn singing on that. Miranda Miller joining us, and Jeff Perlman producing, who's amazing. So, it's it's already done. It's going to mastering at uh, Capitol Records with. Uh, uh, Evan Gogner, and uh, we're just deciding whether we're going to lease it or send it out to A&R people at the film studios first to see if somebody might want it in a film, and if they want to release it first. And we got to go through that whole process, but um, we're very proud of that one. So follow me to the sun, and um, and somewhere there forever. And of course, you can tell in the title, somewhere there forever means buried in the ground, pretty much. <laughs> so you can kind of tell. <laughs> but I think you'll like it. It's a fun, quirky song. You have to think of like. You know, stranger things or something, and it'll make sense. <laughs> now, um, you 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 said something about movies. 
as I recall, um, movies and TV uh, are, are not foreign entities to you. Aren't you a uh, producer, uh, etc.? Yes, I was. Uh, I was in television for a long time. Disney for a couple of years. I had three Emmys uh, from that period. And um, yeah, I produced a lot of television shows, mostly informational type shows. Uh, but yeah, I was in television for a long time, and um, I finally left it to go back to music, which was my first love. But I've always been in the entertainment business all my life. But uh, yeah, I was with ABC Disney for a lot, a lot of years, and um, and um, got a lot of awards and did really well. And now I um, I do music and also work in the legal industry too. So those are the few things I do now. Uh, don't scare me, but uh, what do you do in the legal industry? Well, I I I have um, a, a certified paralegal from UCLA as well, so that's what I have to do. I, I I work on cases, help people out, and everything I can do, and um, so I'm I'm real lucky in that regard. That um, I just I went back to school and. Decided I wanted. I really liked law, and I wanted to learn law, so I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I know a lot of um, folks in the uh, legal industry, and um, yeah, you know, ten, fifteen years ago, you know, um, if you ask me about lawyers, I I, I would say. You know, the only good one is the one in the uh, 747, you know, um, uh, that has crashed. And it's in the Mariana Trench. (laughs) But Well, I'm not a lawyer, so there. I've kind of uh, changed my uh, approach. I found that, um, you know, actually they're kind of fun. I've met a real, a a lot of really good ones. You know, Uh as long as as they're paying you rather than you paying them, you know, life is really just fine. Yeah. Do, do you have any uh, any live gigs coming up? Um, not right at the moment. We're not booked on anything at the moment because we're in the studio, and that's our main thing right now is just staying in the studio, uh, recording. Um, I should say, you know, we're we're in the writing phase and getting everything acclimated with the new people we have. We're working with and everything else. And so it's a good time to just that's why we're just going to do acoustic for a little bit, and then we'll go to full band for uh, for winter. But um, yeah, we want to just keep it simple because in today's world, writing a song is not as easy as it used to be. It's, it's much more involved and everything else. So you know, you you can write ten songs in a week, but doesn't make it ten good songs. We would rather take time and write one or two good songs and take our time on them and get them done right. And that's why when you talk about the structure of the last song and everything else, 
it's one of the things we focus on is every aspect of the song from the content, what it's about, the melody, the structure, everything is, is very important to us. So to do that takes a lot of time. It's, 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 it's just, it's just, you know, of course there's always people who aren't from our planet. Like, you know, of course the, you know, Bob Dylan and the Beatles and, you know, those people, but they're not from, they're not human. Okay. They, they, those people, Michael Jordan and Kobe's, and they're not from this planet. I, that's why I truly believe in aliens because they're all aliens. Nobody's like them. But for the rest of us, we have to take our time. And I'm being serious for a moment. Um, I, I've, I, I've heard tales of, uh, you know, musicians penning a, a, a song in ten minutes, um, you know, complete with music. And generally speaking, you know, I, I take that with uh, a grain of salt. Um, I, I don't care. Yeah, I think I think that. You are. I think the 10-minute, you know, writer does it because, I mean, we've sat down and been spurred on by something and came up with something pretty quick. And if you release it right at that point point, you record at that point, you know, you might get something. But they tend to be pretty much, you know, either a kind of a blues bass, you know, one, four, five, or they're a jam song or something like that. And some bands, you know, like um, uh, not discounting because they're great bands, but, you know, bands like the Grateful Dead, they'll jam on a song forever and come up with something because they were all just great musicians or early Beatles, you know, could, you know, John and Paul could write a song <laughs> off the top of their head, you know. Okay. So, but, but those the, are the, the exceptions. Grateful Dead, <laughs> the Grateful Dead would jam until the audience had uh, run out of LSD. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so the, yeah, there's so the ten minute song exists, but for the most part, those are mostly jam songs, one, four, five kind of um, progressions or things like that. Very simple tunes, and, and sometimes those are, those are great. It just depends, you know. But um, I, I like to write something with. I like to think it through, and you know, that's my my thinking. Are, are you um, classically trained? <laughs> no, I wish I was. Um, I wish I was. My, um, my, uh, you know, I'm one of those people that, you know, uh, was sitting in their, you know, teenage years and wanted a great way to find a way to skip out of homework or whatever else was involved and found uh, my sister's guitar and just started playing it. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're ask your friends say maybe you play bass and maybe you play drums and next thing you know we're 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 performing you know and <laughs> and I got lucky enough where I got good enough by 19 I got to um I didn't get to play the sounds but I got to help create the sounds for Stevie Wonder's Secret Life of Plants which was a great honor at 19 and uh, and then from there um but then I got called into television and everything else, and so I stuck over with that and didn't come back for quite a while. So it was it was a nice calling. Walked away and then came back. <laughs> I I think that's great. Okay, I I think I'm uh, fresh out of uh, questions, although maybe not. Uh, um, <laughs> how how would you mind terribly 
if uh, if I if I played your uh, single just one more time. Sure, feel free. So Go ahead. <laughs> feel free. Thank you. <laughs> Let me find it. Uh, my, uh, uh, my computer appears to be uh, uh, completely taken over by uh, aliens. Uh, <laughs> it, it happens sometimes. You know, here we go. Uh, evil library of music uh, 
And uh, I happened to find three more uh, uh, London Rain uh, songs. And yeah. we've got time to play one of them. Um, oh, sure. I, I've, I've got Mary, The Savage Line, uh-huh. and Without Which Not. I w- you know what? Why don't you play a hard rocker one? Play 28 If Without Which Not, and I'll explain that one. That's a great song. Play that one. That would be fun. That's a nice hard rock song. I'm Sorry, that, those are the only three I have. Yeah, that that's it. The, the Without Which Not is play that one. Okay. All right. Here it is.
here. That's a song that will get the blood pumping. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different than the other ones, but I just wanted to give you a little more variety of, of style. That one is about uh, the 27 Club and all the people who uh, died at 27, usually um, self-inflicted and self-inflicted reasons, um, multitude of them. And I wrote it after uh, spending time with Grace, uh, Grace Slick. I got a chance to spend some time with her, and we were talking about her old friends that died. Uh, Jimmy and uh, Janice and Jim were all her friends, and she was telling me about how painful it was to see them all die at 27. And, and I said, well, I'll write a song about it. And um, I was lucky enough to get, uh, again, um, Luis Maldonado to produce that. He did an amazing job. Anna Lynchenson playing cello on it. Nikki London did fabulous vocals on it. Um, and uh, so it was called 28F, and, and, and I, I, I couldn't have been more proud how it came out. And a lot of people really love we that we play that only with the with the full band. When I have a full band, we play the whiskey or troubadour or something. We play that song because it it goes up well to the clubs. Oh, it, it's a great song. Um, okay, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the uh, clock, and it's definitely ticking down. And that evil woman that uh, kept nagging us before we went on air <laughs> is back, and she's okay. nagging me. Right? And so, Laura, um, it, it has been delightful to uh, talk to you again. And uh, oh, thank you, I, Simon. I hope, I, I hope that we can keep in touch um, oh, we will. Till... Good. <laughs> Until next time, this is Simon Barrett wishing everyone a happy, healthy, and safe week. We'll be back again soon with another edition of the Week in Reviews. Till then, goodbye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.